Welcome, everyone, to Devori Darkens Live, another podcast episode today. And it's going to be an amazing, amazing conversation because um, we're really going to dive into exactly what's in your way of your success. A little housekeeping notes here. If you want to go back and replay this, you can on the YouTube channel. Right now, that's where all the podcast episodes are located. They're on the YouTube channel. Uh, to access that, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and see the YouTube icon and just click on that. It'll take you right there. Now, the way I do these podcasts uh, since, I don't know, since December, I think, I've been looking at the people on TikTok, not the people on YouTube or Facebook. So no offense, but I got to look at somebody. And I want to look at my viewers on TikTok because I have the most viewers on that platform platform. Now, I noticed yesterday a lot of you guys dropped comments from Facebook and YouTube. My apologies. I didn't read those comments. I will make sure today that if you do drop your comments on YouTube or Facebook, that I will read them. Uh, what else we got? Oh, also, there are a couple of items or resources that are available to you during this podcast. So if any of these resonate with you, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and you can get access to these resources. So, for example, I'm going to reference a couple of books. You can get the links to those exact books by going over to my YouTube channel and looking at the description of the live video. Number two, uh, there is a free resource for you to find out what your purpose in life is. You can download that in, in my bio. Also, there's a course that I have that talks about exactly what I'm about to go into today. You can access that in there as well. And if you want to speak to me, you can do that by going to the link in my bio. So what's the bottom line? Is if you're looking to take the next step, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and choose the best resources for whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Now, where do we start after saying all that? Well, what is in the way of your success? You, I know you want to win. There's no question about that. You wake up in the morning and you want to win in your life. doesn't matter if you want to win in your career, you want to win in your business, you want to win in your relationships. In order to do any of that, you're going to have to win in your mind first. What's happening in your mind is what shows up in your reality. That's the bottom line. So if you're going to win in your reality, like if you're going to win in your relationships, if you're going to win in your career or a business, you got to win in here first. Okay. Now, how do you do that? Well, you got to understand the subconscious mind because that is technically that is your enemy. <laughs> that's exactly what's standing in your way. That's exactly where the negative voice is coming from. You know the negative voice that I'm talking about. You know the voice that tells you what you can't do, who you're not, why you don't have the time, you don't have the money, you don't know how, so you shouldn't do it. Your family told you it was a dumb idea, so why even do it? You're not worthy of it. Yeah, that negative voice. That's coming from the subconscious mind. And if you don't understand how to respond to it, you're going you're gonna to lose every day. You've got to understand how to respond to what's going on in your mind so you can win. I always say it all the time, the art of war. If you don't understand your enemy, you're going to get crushed, right? The enemy is inside the subconscious mind. It's that programming, that conditioning, okay? You didn't put it there, obviously. Your parents did that. Your upbringing, okay? How you were raised, that's exactly what happened to you. The problem is people are aware of that, like they've heard that but they still don't know what to do about it. And that's what we're going to get into today. Okay, so I'm going to share a simple three-step technique to helping you change what's happening in your subconscious mind so you can win. 
because that's where the change has to happen. It has to happen in your subconscious mind. Okay. It's, it's not something that happens in the conscious. It happens at the subconscious level. Now let's say you're like, okay, could you explain that a little bit better to work? Cause I'm still not getting it. Okay. Got you. The subconscious mind controls 96% of your behavior. So even though you consciously know what you should be doing, that doesn't control what you do. It's the subconscious that controls what you do. And that's the part that we, for some reason, is almost a virtual secret to most people because they don't teach us this in school. That's why. That's exactly what happens. Let me read this quote to you guys. I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, this is off Twitter. And um, I think it's very valuable to the conversation today. Uh, here it is. If you know your enemy and you know yourself, you don't need to fear the results of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy, every victory you gain, you will also suffer a defeat. If you don't know the enemy and you don't know yourself, you will succumb in every single battle that you encounter. Let me read that again. If you know your enemy and you know yourself, you do not need to fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy for every victory you gain, you will, you will suffer a defeat. If you know, if you, or I guess this is the way it's written. If you know, neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. This is from uh, the art of war. What is the enemy? The enemy is your conditioning, the uh, programming in your subconscious mind. We call it a paradigm. That's what it is. That's the enemy. That's the negative voice. That's the limiting beliefs. That's the bad habits. That's the negative perception you have of yourself and life, right? It's the you not feeling worthy enough, you not feeling enough, you not loving yourself, you self-sabotaging, you procrastinating. All that, that's the enemy. If you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy, every time you get a win, you lose. And some of you guys know exactly how that feels. You start reading the books, you listen to the podcast, you start making some progress, and then a month goes by, you're back where you were. And you're like, what's going on? I've re read the book. I listened to the podcast. Why am, I, why am I still doing the same thing? I know I should be doing this, but you do it anyway. It's because you're not addressing the problem at the subconscious mind level. When you pick up a book, what you've been trained to do is read a book and gather the information from the book. You've never been trained to take some information from a book, put it into your subconscious mind, and make it a habit. No one ever taught you that. That's the majority of people. That Why? Because that's the way the education system is. They don't teach students to develop habits around what they're learning. They just teach students to gather the information, memorize it, so they can pass the test. Huge difference, right? And this is what's being talked about in Think and Grow Rich. Uh, written by Napoleon Hill in a chapter called Specialized Knowledge, which would be uh, chapter, oh, sorry, went the wrong way there. Chapter five, okay. And I, I've read this quite a few times, but it just isn't enough. You have to understand that knowledge will not attract the money you desire. 
unless it is organized and intelligently directed through practical plans of actions and applied to a definite end. So what does that mean? That means just because you know, that doesn't mean you're going to do. Just because you know, it doesn't mean the information is organized in a way that's going to help you implement that knowledge. Okay. And if you're not implementing the knowledge, that means you're not, you don't have a plan of action. And if you if you don't have a plan of action, then it's just another dream in your mind, right? A goal without a plan is just a dream. To turn that dream and make it a fact in your life, you have to start taking action on that. You got to have some practical plans that you're following. Well, that's not what they teach us in school, right? So he goes on to say, a lack of understanding of this fact has been the source of confusion to millions of people who falsely believe that knowledge is power. It is nothing of the sort. Knowledge is only potential power. It only becomes power when and if it is organized into definite plans of actions and directed to a definite end. See, the problem is here, we're going to get into the subconscious mind today, and I'm going to help you solve the problem. I'm going to organize it into a way that you can apply it into your life. It's on you to actually apply it, though. I can't make you do that, but I can give you the steps, okay? The problem is, is when we read the books, we're not thinking from that point of view. We're just thinking, well, what more information do I need? What more information should I read? What, what more knowledge should I gather? That doesn't mean anything. I know plenty of people who know this book more than I do, and they're not doing what I'm doing. They're still stuck. So it's not the knowledge, guys. It's the application of the knowledge that makes the difference. So keep that in your mind as we go through this. Um, about the subconscious mind because it's the application of the knowledge that alters the subconscious mind. If you're not if you're not altering your behavior, that means you're not changing your subconscious mind. I mean, that's just what it is. So I'm going to get into these steps here, uh, but I wanted to at least address uh, a couple of points before we actually get into it. Now, what is standing in the way of you succeeding in your own life? It's what's happening in your subconscious mind, okay? You have to remember that. The solution is not to go get more information. You already know what you should be doing. You're just not doing it. So the only information that you really should be seeking is how do you get yourself to do what it is you know you should be doing? How do you get yourself to change what's happening in your subconscious mind so you can do the things that you want to do. Now, this leads to what? It leads to you winning in your relationships. It leads to you winning in your life, in your career, your business. You become the winner that you know you are. But you can't become that winner if you can't do the things that winners would do. And why would you not do the things that winners would be doing? Your subconscious mind. Because it controls your behavior. It's set. It's programmed. So we got to go in there. We've got to change the programming. You've got to change that setting. And once you change the setting, the behavior changes. What you attract changes. The results change. It's the way that it works. So let's think about it. Let's take a step back. When you start to think in a different way, it's going to cause you to feel differently. Okay? When you start to feel differently, meaning you're in a different vibration, it's going to alter your behavior. What does that mean? Well, let's go to one of the rules that I like to explain in this game called life. One of the rules are called the law of cause and effect. 
what you put out is what you get back. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. When you change your vibration, the way that you feel, which means it's going to alter your behavior, you know what happens? It sets up a reaction from the universe. So when you start feeling like the person you want to be and you start doing the things that person would be doing, that's an action. That's energy you're sending out. That's a cause. The effect of that is what you're going to receive from the universe. Okay. So when you're taking those actions, you're supposed to be taking some people are going to say, well, you're lucky you caught a break. No, this is science. I'm taking the actions of a person who would succeed. That's why I succeed. Not because it's luck, but because I'm following the rules. I'm following the law of cause and effect. But if you focus on the cause, the effects will always take care of themselves. So we have to understand this. If we're going to really make a change in the subconscious mind, we have to understand that we have to follow the rules here. These rules are carefully laid out. They don't change for anyone. They apply to everyone, everywhere, all the time. It's just like this. If I pick up this pen right now, right, and I drop it, what happens? This is going to just keep happening. The pen's not going to go in the opposite direction. It's not going to float up into the sky. It's going to go down. That's the law of gravity. Well, cause and effect is the same thing. The energy that you bring to your life, how you show up every day, that's a cause. The effect is what you end up experiencing. Listen, you don't believe me. All you have to do is just go back and think about it. You may have been in a situation where it was you and someone else. Your experience and your perception and what you took from that situation is entirely different than the other person that was right there with you. How could that be? Well, someone's thinking in a different way. Right. So, it, again, this is your power. You have the ability to do this. You have the ability to understand what the rules are in life so you can win. You have the ability to use the tools that have been given to you for free, by the way. You have the ability to master those tools to get in control of yourself so you can start winning and doing the things you truly want to do. Now, where do we start? We start in step number one. You've got to build a picture in your mind of what it is that you want. Now, I know you've heard that. You got to know what you want. Got to be clear on what you want. But what does that exactly mean? That means you need to have a clear picture of what it is that you want. Not a vague picture. Not no picture. You need a clear picture. If someone asked you what you wanted, you should be able to clearly articulate it in a detailed manner that even a sixth grader would understand it. That's how you know someone's clear on what it is that they want. If they were to talk to a child, they'd be able to explain it with no problem. Now, let's take a step back here. What is it that you want? That's a big question and absolutely deserves your energy and the time you may need to spend to get clear on what that answer actually is. Here's some things you may run into before we even get to building this image in your mind. This concept of looking for approval and allowing the opinions of others to be a part of this process, that right there will prevent you from doing this. So before you can even do step one in the proper way, you've got to let go of the idea 
that you need someone's approval to do this, that you need someone's permission, that you've got to go ask people what they think about this. Can't do that. This is what you want, not what they want. What is it that you want? That's what this is all about. And you're not going to be able to build that picture in your mind if you're worrying about what other people think of you. Okay, so yes, this is step one. You have to build or create a picture in your mind of what you want. Now, let's use some simple analogies. Think of yourself as the quarterback on a football team. The quarterback, during practice, during the game film study, and in the game, has to see what he wants. He's got to see where he wants the ball to be thrown before he throws it. He's got to see where the wide receiver will be in order to catch it. He's got to see where his blockers may end up so he can navigate properly. This happens pretty quickly, but he's got to see it. And the more he practice seeing it, the more he's ready and prepared for the real game. This is why athletes, they practice the same way every single day. It's repetition. Okay. They got to see in their mind, the quarterback has to see in his mind what he, what play he thinks is best based on what the defense is giving him, right? The coach has to see the overall game plan. He's got to see how the team can win against this opponent. He's got to build that image first, and they build it through what? X's and O's. They put it on the board. They, they create the videos. They go through all the graphics. They print it all out. They give you a binder, the, the iPad. It's all shown on there. The vision is created. A picture is created. Now, the second analogy is this. Maybe you're about to purchase your first home, and they've got to build it. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to sit down with the builder, right? And you're going to say, hey, here's what I want in my home. Here's, here's what I want. I want the kitchen to be here. I, I want the closet to be here. I want, I want the master bedroom to be over here. What are you doing? You're building the picture of what you want. What, is, what does the architect do? They build the picture of what they want. Right? And then that picture turns into blueprints. Right? So step number one is you've got to be the movie director. You've got to be the architect right? You've got to be the coach, right? You've got to be the person that says, Hey, I need to put a picture together. I need to create a visual for what I'm asking for here. What I want. This is why vision boards can be powerful. And, and especially when you base it around one major idea. So, um, step number one is you have to build a clear picture. Even though you may say what you want, What's going to trump what you say, what you see? Now, let me see if I can uh, see if I can find this. Let's see here. Let me see. In this book called The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, he makes the point that your inner talking, which is directly influenced by what you're seeing on your mind, 
will always take control of what's going into your subconscious mind. And uh, I, I didn't plan to bring this up, but um, uh, give me a moment here because I definitely want to find this. Let's see here. Now, as I'm looking for this, you start thinking about the image you are looking to build. What is it that you want? Can you clearly articulate what it is to a sixth grader? Could you spell it out? Could you write it out? Could you draw it out? That's a good question. Let's start with this point here, and then we'll, we'll end up finding it. Page 166, Power of Awareness. Inner talking reveals the activities of your imagination. Did you know that the activities are caused by your imagination? You see, if, if, you don't, if that doesn't make any sense, look at it this way. Throughout the day, you're going around thinking in pictures, talking to yourself. Well, that's all based on how you've been using your imagination. See, if you're not focusing on the image of what you want, you're focusing on something else. We can't think two thoughts at one time. We're always going to think one thought at a time. The question is, what are you focusing your thoughts on? That's the question. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here it is. Got it. So if your inner speech is controlled by the way that you use your imagination. So, for example... If you keep seeing what it is that you want, you're going to start in your mind seeing it. You're going to start talking about it to yourself. You're going to be like, man, that, that would be nice. That, that's good. Yep, I could do this. I could see that happening. This is happening. You know, you're going to start having that inner talk. But when you fail to do that, when you fail to do that, the inner speech is going to be negative. It's going to contradict the image. This is why you have to start with what it is that you want. Let me give you, let's go back to the analogy so this makes sense. The coach has to build a game plan. They have to have a visual. They got to give it to the players. The players are not going to talk amongst themselves with any level of confidence if they don't have a visual of what they're doing. You've got to give yourself a visual of what it is that you want. That's going to alter your speech. That's going to alter the language. That's going to alter what you're saying to yourself in your mind. Just like that would alter the way that the players are going to talk about the upcoming game. If they're not given a visual, if they're not given a game plan, they're going to be like, I don't know what's going on. That's like telling the contractors to build the building, but they don't have the blueprints. They're going to be confused. So you, you have to start with your imagination. This is one of the free tools that we've been given that allow us to win in our lives. You've been given this free tool. This tool helps you win in your relationships, in your life, in your career, in your business. It's the power of imagination. We think in pictures. And when you think in pictures and you keep thinking the same thing, you replay the same picture in your mind, it causes what I'm going to go into, which is step number two, which is it causes you to become emotionally involved in it. Now, let's go back to it. The more that we look at the blueprints of the home, 
The more we look at the 3D model of our home, the more we talk to the builder about the home, what happens? You become more obsessed. You become more emotionally involved. Your emotions are all into it. That desire is strong, right? You're looking forward to it. You're enthusiastic about it. You're expecting it to happen because you've been spending so much time visualizing what you're going to do with it, how it's going to happen for you, what you're going to do after it happens. That's what you've been doing with this picture. So you naturally, because it's a law, if what you focus on will dictate how you feel. So if you're focusing on the achievement of your goal by playing the picture of your mind of the goal itself, then you will become emotionally involved in it. Listen, this sounds very simple, but I'm telling you, this, even for people who teach this, is challenging. Because we've been told and we've been trained to think otherwise. That we've got to see it in front of us to start believing it. Like if we don't see it in front of us, it's not possible. Right? That that's how we've been trained. You got to understand when you become emotion involved, that is really the ingredients for faith. Faith requires you to see something that, you know, it requires you to believe in something you can't see. Now, let's listen to this explanation of faith, because that's exactly what you're doing with your emotions. What is the definition of faith? Let's see here. I thought I had it here. What happened to it? Interesting. Uh, hold on. All right, here it is. Got to go somewhere to get it. Faith is the ability to see the invisible. Believe in the incredible, and that is what en enables believers to receive what the masses think is impossible. Okay, think about that. Faith is the ability to see the invisible. The invisible is the image in your mind. That's not out there in the world. Not yet. It's not right in front of you, but it's in your mind. Okay? Faith is the ability to see the invisible, to see what you want and hold it in your mind. By holding it in your mind, you start to believe in this incredible fact that it's going to happen. And that is what enables you to receive it. I was just saying, right? Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions, right? Law of cause and effect. What you put out is what you get back. So if your energy every day is this image in your mind, you start to become emotionally involved in it. You start to build that emotion called faith. What energy are you sending out? This is what happens to people every single day. This is nothing new. This is why I give the basic everyday life examples. Think of the architect. They build the image. They become emotionally involved. They're looking to perfect how it looks. They want to push the limits, push the boundaries. They want to be creative, right? They get lost in it. They're emotionally involved. Okay? And then they hand it over to the contractors with the blueprints, and they become emotionally involved in building it. And then one day, physically, it's there in their reality. 
Same thing if we go back to the sports team. The coach has to give them the game plan. They got to give them a visual. Got to give the quarterback a visual. Hey, here are the plays we need to run. Here's how we need to, to run them against this team. They got the visual. They practice it throughout the week. They get emotionally involved in it. The greats always practice the way they're going to play. So they're emotionally involved. They're acting like it's the real game. Right? So step number one, you have to see what you want. And you got to hold what you see in your mind. What do I mean when I say hold it? I mean that you got to keep picturing it. It's a muscle that you have to develop. You keep picturing what it is that you want on the screen of your mind every day. Number two, you got to become emotion involved in it. Becoming emotion involved is what opens the door to the subconscious mind in the first place. This is why you have to use your imagination. Your imagination will cause you to become emotional. Now, if you don't believe me, what happens when you go watch a scary movie? They are doing what? They're causing you to use your imagination to see what they're showing you. And because the horror movie is the way that it's designed, they already know how to get you emotionally involved. They already know how to trigger you. They already they know exactly how to make you leave the theater thinking twice about locking your door at night. Because to access the subconscious mind, it requires emotion. It requires emotion. So when you watch a scary movie, or maybe you watch another movie that's very inspiring, you almost cry in it, right? And you feel different after. That's an example of what you saw, the visuals of what you saw, it reaching your subconscious mind and altering the way that you feel and the way that you behave. Same thing when, when you have dreams. My wife, she is a true dreamer. When she has a dream, she wakes up in the morning and it's real for her. Okay? So this can happen with your dreams. The bottom line is this. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. Don't believe me? Think of it this way. How many people have you given a compliment to and they didn't accept it? They couldn't accept it. They felt awkward. Maybe you were one of those individuals. Maybe someone gave you a compliment and you were like, I don't feel that way about myself. See, that's an example of your subconscious mind believing in a lie when someone else is telling you the truth. But your subconscious mind, it doesn't know that it's a lie. In your subconscious mind, you're not that great. That's what your subconscious mind has accepted. But for someone else outside looking in, telling you to your face that you are great, they really do believe that. But you don't believe it because your subconscious mind doesn't believe it. Does that make sense? See, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is true, false, what is real, or fake. It just accepts it, accept whatever it is, as it is. That's why I told you in the beginning of this episode, that's exactly what's standing in your way. Because when you were a child, you had all these things exposed to you, all these ideas, these beliefs, the way your parents lived their lives, the way they thought about life, their decision making. You saw it all. You took it all in. And so now as an adult, you try to go out there, step outside your comfort zone and do what you want. But that's not how you were brought up to do that. So you are going to have this, the enemy, which is the subconscious mind, pulling you back. And it does it in so many different ways. It does it with fear, sabotage, procrastination, the inner self-talk, perception. It'll use any tool it can to stop you from going after what you want. That's why I say what's standing in your way is programming. You gotta change the program. 
step one of doing that is you need to get a clear picture of the change you want to make to the program, right? Which is your goal <laughs> or the habit or whatever it is that you're looking to achieve. You got to have a picture of it first. Think of this for the people who are into tech. It's the same thing. If I'm going to go in and alter the software of a mobile app, alter the software of the website, I need to have a picture in my mind of the code I'm going to use to do that. I need a picture. That's what coders do. They have the picture in their mind. Oh yeah, if I put this code together and I put it here, it should give us this. That's what they see in their mind before they sit down and do it. You've got to do that. For step number one is you got to see it. Not see it in 3D. You got to see it in your imagination. Well, Devorah, you know, I, I can't, I don't, I don't have an imagination. I can't use my imagination. So if you're, so if you're saying that right now, are you telling me that you can't see an elephant in your mind right now? Are you telling me you can't see a lion? You telling me you can't see your front door right now? Can, can you picture your front door? Can you picture a lion? Can you picture an elephant? Can you picture the ocean? Of course you can't. We think in pictures. Again, the problem is, because we're not told that, it's foreign language. Majority of people are unconscious incompetent. They don't even know what they don't know in regards to this concept today. Most people, believe it or not, don't even know they have a subconscious mind. They don't know that. They just think what's ever happening out there, that's it. That's all there is. Bottom line. They never once think, well, wait a minute, maybe what's happening in my life is because what's happening on the inside. They don't think that way. They don't have those thoughts. They're unconscious, incompetent. They don't know that they don't know. It's only when someone gets into personal development or something happens in their life that causes them to seek this information that they start to become aware, oh man, there is something going on inside of me and I need to understand it and change it, which is why you guys are listening to this right now. So how do you change it? Step number one is you got to see what it is that you want changed. So if you're a person that's like, your goal this year is to be in the best shape of your life. Well, can you see that? Can you picture that in your mind? What does that exactly look like? What do you look like in the best shape of your life? How does that feel? What would you be doing? This is the image you need to build. This is why I'm saying you are a director. You got to put the movie together. You got to put the movie together in your mind and you got to replay that movie in your mind over and over and over and over again. That's what you have to do. This is what we would call thinking for yourself. Okay. Most people aren't doing that. They don't think. Okay. You got to fantasize a little bit here. You got to, don't be afraid to dream big. What is it that you want? And you just got to build the image of that. Okay. Now I told you what would get in the way of doing that is you seeking opinions. You can't do that. Okay. This is your dream. This is your image. This is your goal. You don't need someone's opinion on this. The only thing that's relevant is whatever you are going to picture on your mind. Is that what you want? If that's what you want, then that's all you need to know. Now you move over to step two by holding the image in your mind. 
replaying the movie in your mind all day, every day, as much as you can, as much as you practically can. Because for some of you guys, you're brand new at this. So you're only going to be able to see it for like one second, and then it goes away. And then you keep practicing. One second turns into five seconds, turns into 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Until now it starts to become a habit to see what you want. Anyways, by holding it and replaying it, it will cause you to become emotionally involved in what it is that you want, the picture that you see. When you start to become emotionally involved in it, now you're developing the building blocks of belief, which will lead to faith. This is required with all success. You got to have faith. You got to have faith. If you have no faith, the actions are not going to be right. The energy behind your actions will not be right. They will be negative and it won't work. You got to go in there with an expectation this year of what you're doing. So by thinking about what you want, holding it, you become emotion involved. And step number three, you step out and take action. You got to step out and take action. You have to step out and take action. I say that three times because that's the part that most people don't do. And if you're not taking action, that's because you're not doing number two. You're not emotionally involved. And if you're not emotionally involved, that means you're not doing step number one. You're not focusing on it enough. Just to pick up a picture and look at it one time or to think about your goal one time, that's not enough. You got to get that goal to dominate your mind. You've got to allow that image to dominate your mind. See what's happening. You can only think one thought at a time. You can only focus on one thing at a time. Okay. You can only focus on one thing at a time. Now, I want you to look at this book. You see this book? Do you see the color of this book? Now, what about this book? Okay, do you see the color of this book? Now, what happened? You're focusing on this book, not the yellow book. You can't focus on these two books at one time. You can only focus on one. So what's the point? When you're focusing on what you want in your mind, you know what you're not doing, which is a great thing? You're not focusing on what you don't want. You're not feeding into the negative voice that's trying to stop you. That's why you have to practice this. Because the more you focus on what you want, the less you are thinking why you can't do it. And that's what successful people all have across the board. They spend less time thinking about why they can't do it, and they spend more time thinking why they can, how they can, and seeing it in their mind. So for some of you guys, if we just make a general statement here, you want, you want it to be 80% of what you're concentrating on is seeing what it is that you want. Not what you don't want, what you want. That's a huge difference for most people. But all of us, really. Now, remember, the subconscious mind, and I'll read it to you, is never idle. So you'll focus on what you want, then you'll go back to being on autopilot. Then you got to wake yourself up again and consciously focus on what you want again. Okay? Let's read this. The subconscious mind will not remain idle. This is on page 294 in Think and Grow Rich. The subconscious mind will not remain idle if you fail to plant what you want in your subconscious mind. It will start to feed upon the thoughts which reach it as a result of your neglect. That's what I was just saying. If you fail to focus on what it is that you want, 
What will happen is instead of you focusing on that, you'll start to focus on what you don't want. Remember, you, you're going to have thoughts all day long. You're going to be focused on something all day long. The thing about it is what are you focusing on exactly? You can't focus on two things at one time. You can only focus on one thing at a time. So you have to consciously train yourself to focus on what you want. You can't look at what the problem is. You can't dwell in that. The only reason why you should be looking at what's wrong is to get clearer on what you want to be right, okay? But you don't spend any time thinking about why you can't. You don't have the money. You don't have the time. How is this going to happen? You can't think that way. You have to think about what you want. You got to see it in your mind. And as you do that and you focus on it, you become emotionally involved in it. You move into action. You get the feedback from your action. You make your tweaks. You get intuitive ideas. You step out again and you continue to keep doing this over and over. And then one day it comes into your life. That's how it happens. You put yourself on a collision course. So. He also says. Uh, and I'll reframe it to what I'm saying today. The principle that I'm giving you, these three steps that I'm giving you, okay, will help you reach and influence your, sub your subconscious mind. Do not become discouraged if you cannot do this upon the first attempt. Remember that your subconscious mind may be voluntarily directed only through habit under the directions given in the chapter of faith. You have not yet had the time to master faith, so be patient and be persistent. Okay? So what he's saying, what he's telling us here is that for, for a lot of us who were doing this for the very first time, uh, you don't even have faith in this yet because you haven't done it enough. You haven't studied enough. You haven't applied the principle enough. You're just, you're a rookie at this. So you've got to, you got to go to work. You got to train yourself. You got to practice every day. Okay? You cannot go into your life today expecting championship results when you haven't been practicing like a champion. Let me say that again. You cannot go into your life expecting championship results if you don't practice like a champion, if you haven't been thinking like a champion, if you don't live like a champion. That's that whole thing about you need to be it before you can have it. So seeing the image on your mind, becoming emotion involved in it, Taking action on that, that's you being that person. And with repetition, and how long is it going to take? Nobody can tell you that. Nobody can tell you that. Because it's different for everybody. Okay? Now, I'd like to think the bigger the goal, right, the more challenges you're going to face. So probably the more time it's going to take. Right? You know, like, let's say, let's say your goal was to become a billionaire. Well, billionaires don't happen overnight. Everybody knows that. I mean, it, it, for most part, on average, it takes people their life to get there. If you really think about it, you go back and you study them, you'll see, oh, they didn't become a billionaire out of high school. The average, the average one, it took them decades, right? So it's going to take a long time. That's a big, big goal, Right. Maybe your goal is to buy a sports team. That's not going to happen tomorrow night. Right? That's a big, big goal. That's why, listen, let me, let me explain it this way. You're going to win this game. You have to understand where you're coming from. Where are you right now? 
in relation to where you want to be. I explain this analogy all the time. What you got to do is think of the last time you took out your phone, you put in an address in the Google Maps to go somewhere. The problem is, is that the Google Maps didn't know where you were because the GPS was off, right? So it can't give you the directions. Well, it's the same thing here with your goals. You got to know where you are first. So you know the steps you got to take next. But if you don't know where you are, you're not going to know what steps you should be taking, where to go, who to listen to, what help you, you, you exactly need. You need to know where you are right now. How do you know where you are? You start to understand the way you've been programmed. What are the ideas? What are the limiting beliefs? What are the habits in your subconscious mind that are controlling you? That have caused you to be where you are right now in your life today. You have to be aware of that. Because if you're not aware of that, when you step out to take action, that stuff is going to come screaming at you and stop you. And because you don't know that, you won't know how to respond. So you'll react negatively and quit. That's exactly the way that it works. This is why understanding is the key to freedom. When you understand what's going on inside you, when you understand your enemy, like I was reading earlier, oh, you can win. But if you don't understand the negative voice, if you don't understand what's in your way, if you don't understand the subconscious mind and how it operates, you're going to sabotage yourself. How are you going to know the difference between what you really want, what your heart is telling you, and what the subconscious mind is saying, if you don't understand the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is that sneaky. It can really talk to you inside and make you think that what you're thinking about is the right thing to think about, even though it's negative. It can really make you think that. And before you know it, you're doing it unconsciously, you're back where you were. This happens to all of us. This is why there's something called the knowing-doing gap. That's why I started by saying, yes, you got all the information. A lot of you guys, you have the books. You've listened to the podcast. That does not mean you're going to do it. You have to understand what causes a person to do the things they need to do or want to do. What is the cause to that? The cause is in, is in the subconscious mind. Their emotional involvement in something. They are emotionally involved in something that they truly desire, that they want, or they're emotionally involved in something that they want to avoid, a pain. They're at a level where they're dissatisfied, right? They are emotionally involved in something. This is the way that it happens. That emotion involvement is created because of what they're concentrating on. Okay, well, let's take two examples here. First, let's take the example of someone who's emotionally involved because they want to avoid a pain and they are dissatisfied. This happens on a multitude of ways. One, it could be a bad marriage, a bad relationship, a terrible breakup, and they're so fed up and disappointed with what has happened and how they lost themselves that they totally transform the way that they live their life. They go to the gym, they dress differently, they start hanging out with different people, they live a different life after that because they were emotionally involved and never again wanting to be in that position again. Now, other, there's the other way too, is you have a desire. Maybe there's that home you really want. Maybe there's a business you really want to start and you are focusing on it so much, you believe in it. You become emotionally involved and you step out and you take action. Okay. So let's see here. 
Um. Okay, hold on. We're not doing any promotions in here, so you're going to get muted. It's not what we do here. All right. If you're if you're in this chat on my TikTok trying to promote stuff, it just just know you're going to I don't even want to hear the reason why. I'm doing this podcast not for promotional reasons. Okay? I'm doing this to help create change in the lives of others. All right? So if you guys see somebody doing that, go ahead and get them muted and get them blocked. All right. Now, what do we talk about so far? Step number one, you got to see it. Step number two, you got to believe it. Right. And step number three, you got to act on it. Now, when I say see it, I'm talking about in your imagination. When I say believe it, I'm saying you got to feel it. You got to become emotionally involved. When I'm saying you got to act on it, well, what's your what's your plan? What's the first action you can take? Okay. What is the first action you can take? Take that action. And when you're done with that, you'll see the next action you need to take. It's like driving in a fog. You're not going to be able to see 100 feet uh, ahead of you, but you can see 10 feet. You get to 10 feet, you'll see the next 10 feet, and then the next 10 feet. That's the way that life works. Okay? So, listen. You got to see it in your mind using your imagination, which is, which is, is a tool that helps you win. Number two, by holding that image and focusing on it, you what? Concentrating on it. You become emotionally involved in it. Number three, you got to act on it. Okay? It's not enough to just think it. You got to act on it. You got to put yourself in a position to receive it. That's why I'm a firm believer in the concept that God has already given us everything we need. There is an abundance here. But he's not going to put the food on the table. You got to go do that. He's not going to drive the car. You're go- you have to do that. He's not going to go to work. You have to do that. But he's given us everything we need already. We just have to understand how to use what he's given us. This is why I'm doing this show. You see, if you're going to truly win in your life, you have to understand the tools that God has already given you. He's given you the ability to think what you want to think. He's given you the ability to see what you want. And in order to become successful, you got to see the success. Then you got to become emotionally involved in that success. And then you got to step out and take action on it. And then you got to keep doing that every single day. And that's what successful people do. They focus and concentrate exactly on what they want. They see it. They believe in it. They act on it. And they don't stop until they get the result that they're looking for. That's the way that it works. The only way sta- the only thing standing in your way of doing that with any level of consistency is the subconscious mind. It's going to try to t- talk you out of this. It's going to try to give you all the perfect excuses and great reasons on why you shouldn't do it. It's not the right time. You don't have the money. You don't know how. Your friends, your family, no one's going to believe in this. What does that person think? What, what does my mom think? What, is, what about that person on social media? What about them? It's going to get you to focus on everything except the goal itself. So we have to understand what's really going on. We got to understand the rules. You got to understand how to use these tools that have been given to you. And by doing all that, you're going to win. You are going to win. So 
To be thorough, I will give you a real life scenario of where this happened for me. First example was when I was in the military. I had the rank, okay? So if you guys don't know what that is, it's a patch that soldiers in the army wear on their chest. And it tells people what rank they are. And if you don't know, the army is made up of a rank structure. You know, someone who is an E1, that's a private. That's at the very low level, okay? And if you want to take it to the civilian world, that's like a brand new employee, okay? The higher the rank, the higher the, you are in the company, right? So if you're a manager, then you would probably be an E5 in the army. If you were like the store manager, you know, you could be looked at as the an E7 in the army. If you're the district manager or the region manager, you could be looked at as almost the sergeant major, which is an E9. What's the bottom line here? I was holding the rank that I wanted to get promoted to, which was E7 in my pocket. Well, I started when I was actually an E4. I wanted to get promoted to E5, so I would carry the E5 rank with me. That's the picture I had on my mind. I saw myself getting promoted. I saw myself already that rank. I walked around. See, step out and take action. I started acting like that person. I was hanging around people who were doing that already, meaning they were already an E5. And I took the actions that needed to be that that I needed I needed to take. So if I needed to volunteer, if I needed to go somewhere, if I needed to go to a training, nobody wants to go, I'll go. You know, I, I had to take all the actions that I could take to put myself in a position for when my name comes up, they're saying, yep, you're next. Okay. So I saw it. And because I saw the rank every day, I believed that it would happen and I took action on it. I took action from that place. And then I did the same thing again when I did get promoted. I just got the next rank, E6. Did the whole thing again, got promoted, did it again with the rank E7. And because I did that, guys, I got to E7 at the age of 27 years old. Most people do not reach E7 until they're 35. They retire at that rank. So I didn't get there that quickly because the rules were bent in my favor or I was smarter and stronger and better than all the other. No, I had the image in my mind. I knew what I wanted. I believed that it would happen. I had faith. And then I took the actions. I did things that other people didn't want to do. So when you do things like that, you're, you're acting in a certain way. You have no choice but to win. Okay? So that's just an example of you see it in your mind, you become emotionally involved, and you act from that place. You take action. And you just keep doing that every day. And um, that's what it is. Uh, what about the O ranks compared to civilians? Definitely executives. That's correct. Like if you're thinking of a, of a corporation, let's say McDonald's. The corporate office, that's where the officers are at. They're the ones making all these ridiculous de decisions and policies <laughs> that they want the McDonald's store managers to implement. Right? Um, yeah, that's the way that it works. All right. Let's see here. How did I know to do that? I didn't know 
to do that. Now, what I did is I actually, I did know because I learned it from this book, The Secret. You know, the very first time I did that in, in my life was when I wrote a check for $10,000 and I looked at it every single day. I went to sleep with it every single day. I carried it around with me every single day. And within nine months, that's what happened. So um, I kind of knew, but I didn't understand it the way I do today. All right, so let's go back and catch up on a lot of comments and questions. And we'll start on Facebook and YouTube because I forgot about you guys yesterday. My apologies. Thanks, Subi, for your comment. Uh, love subconscious mind conversations. Love it. All right, let's bring TikTok on the screen here. Art of war, brother. Exactly. I uh, went through the steps. Will this live be saved? Yes, it's on the YouTube channel. Yep, it's on the YouTube channel. Happy to be alive. It's a loop. Think, feel, behave, attract results. Yep. Uh, let's see here. How do you let go of being judged by others? The answer is in your question. You let go. You let go of focusing on the judgment. You let go of spending your time thinking about what other people probably are not even thinking about you like that, but you think they're thinking that way. Okay. That's a classic mistake. Uh, and the other thing is people who judge other people, that's ignorance. Okay. So it's not going to help you get to where you want to go. You just got to let it go. I mean, there is no special trick to it. It's just, you got to make a commitment to yourself that you are going to be in control of you. If you keep allowing the opinions and the judgment from other people to dominate your mind, that means you're not in control. You're losing. That's what that means. And you just got to get yourself emotionally to a point where you're just not going to put up with it. You're not going to subject yourself to that. You know, that's just the bottom line. Think about how many people will see my content and think, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm stupid or, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't spend any time thinking about that stuff. That's outside of my control. I can't control what people are going to focus on, if they're going to want to come into my comments and troll and leave negative comments. I can't control that. What I can control is what I'm focusing on. I can't control step one. What's the image in my mind? Am I holding that image? Am I focusing on that? Am I replaying the movie of what I want in my mind? I can control that. Again, the judgment, that's the enemy, man. I wouldn't be spending any time focusing on that. You got to look past that. Let's see here. The power of awareness is written by Neville Goddard to answer your question. Yep. We got to start with the imagination. It's a free tool. We are all gifted with it. Exactly. Complete trust the unseen. That's it. 
Now we hear this. Some of you guys may go to church. You hear, you got to walk by faith. You got to have faith. But ask yourself, do you act that way when you leave church? One of the best ways to hold yourself accountable is to call yourself out on your BS. Right? What does that mean? You say you trust in God's plan, but tomorrow you question the plan. You say you believe in God's plan, but tomorrow you're focusing on why it can't happen. You see, the math doesn't add up on that. That's because you're focusing on the wrong things. You have to align what you say you believe in with your behavior. You can't just say you believe. You got to back that up with action. That's faith. And you, you just have to understand that. What if you get the odd feeling or thought of doubt? Yeah, um, listen, that's going to happen. Listen, if that's not happening, then you're probably not focused and you're not doing the right things. What does that mean exactly? The only reason why you're going to have the doubts. The only reason why you're going to have the doubts is because. You're going after something you want. Does that make sense? If you weren't going going after something you really wanted, um, chances are you wouldn't have any doubts about it, right? You wouldn't be scared. See, the doubts come because you're stepping outside your comfort zone. The objective is not to get caught up in the doubts. Understand that you're having them. You understand that they're there, but that's not going to stop you from doing what you got to do. Again, this comes down to understanding. This comes down to understanding. Excuse me, guys. I'm having some trouble with my email here for some reason. All right. Let's see here. I love this live. Thank you. How do we take action? Great question. How do you take action? Well, you got to create yourself a practical and workable plan. Okay, you sit down and you got to get clear on what you want and then you develop a plan for it. Now, this is why I said at the beginning of the episode that that's what the Blueprint Method course is all about. It's about helping you get clear on what you want, helping you get clear on who you need to be, and then giving you the game plan to create the action plan that you're going to follow so you can start making progress towards your goals. Now, if you need help with that, that link is in my bio. But to keep it very straight up with you, you just got to know what it is that you want and then start brainstorming ways that you can make it happen and then execute. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. The problem is, is we go, we, we overcomplicate it when it's not really complicated. Like su success is very simple. 
Success starts with you knowing what it is that you want, believing in it, and just taking the action where you are right now. Okay? You got to take action where you are right now, even if you feel you're not ready. You got to do something. You got to do something. All right? Great question, by the way. Really good question. All right, let's see here. See if I got any comments on YouTube. Uh, let's see. All right, we'll go back over here. Didn't Bob Proctor say work in reverse? Would that be great? Uh, what do you mean exactly? I think maybe, you know, you reverse engineer what, so you start with where you want, you begin with the end in mind, and you can kind of trace back what steps you need to take. That may be, um, that may be helpful. You know, maybe that's what he meant. Let's see here. Put yourself in a collision course. Think, believe in what I want. Keep going until one day I obtain it. Be persistent. Exactly. I've been enjoying your videos. You're a very effective speaker. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys are very kind. <laughs> Did you write down every... Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, I see what's happening. That was the person who was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Is the matrix real? Well, in the context of what we're talking about, yeah, it could be real. Think about it. The matrix is your conditioning. It's your programming. It's what society wants you to think. That's what society wants you to do. And most people are walking around just like the people in the matrix. They're just on autopilot. They're not thinking for themselves. This is why personal development uh, is so powerful because if you are, and again, if you're studying personal development with the intention of applying it, it's a game changer for you. It opens your, your eyes. It's a new level of awareness. Uh, this is powerful. You know how to explain simple and non-intimidating. Thank you. I'm in such a rut right now. Yeah, you got to stop thinking about that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, I think The Matrix, the movie, really explains what is going on. Just think about it. Hollywood, the news, influencers, celebrities, they're all in on it. Okay. Why? Because there's money and power behind everything that they're doing. There's influence. There are people who influence people. Who, so think of it. There's always someone who's influencing the person who has the ear of the people. There's always someone behind that person. If you really think about it. And what's the problem? The problem is, is that a lot of these people, they have a huge platform and they go out and they say things and people believe them. And the problem with that is most of the things that they're saying is negative. 
It's not going to help anybody do anything. So, we, you know, the Matrix wants to focus on problems, wants to get you to live in fear, wants you to seek approval from others. You know what I mean? But you don't need all that. That's why Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, he says it, chapter three, Power of Assumption, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas, for you think from your ideas. Personal development is filled with new ideas, ideas that are not taught in the education system, not really taught in Hollywood or the news, and not really simply articulated by people who are already successful. Think about this. How many successful people do you hear explain this material? They don't. Most of them don't even know why they're successful. They can't even articulate it. That's why in most cases, highly successful people cannot really transfer that to their children because they don't know how to explain it. So we have to do the research on our own. We've got to get the right people who are already doing that. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Yep. The subconscious mind is what keeps me from doing it all. What? Now, listen, let's make, let's clarify something here. The subconscious mind is not all bad, right? That's how, that's why you could speak the language you can speak. That's why you can do the things you do without actually having to think about them. Imagine if you always had to think to tie your shoe, you know? So it's great that that's not the way that it works. It's just, there's, there's quite a few things in the subconscious mind that just needs to change. And needs to be in alignment with what you want. Uh, let's see here. Go ahead and mute this account too. I can broadcast myself anywhere I want to. Of course you can. Nobody said you can't. We just said that that's not what we tolerate here on this live stream. All right, let's see here. Uh, where was I at? How did you know to do? Oh, yeah, answer that question. When you own your own business, what right did it make you captain? I'm not too sure what you mean by that question. You're going to have to reframe that. Creative 854. I don't understand your question. How about if you're trying to attract a big opportunity or a phone call like a breakthrough? Well, you've got to see um, what it is that you want. It's the same principles every single time. These principles will answer all your questions. You've got to see what it is that you want. You've got to become emotionally involved in it. And you've got to act on it. Bottom line. That's what it is. Bottom line. see here give me a second here it's the same principles every time every time you got to see what it is that you want you got to hold that image 
become emotionally involved in it, and then you got to act from that place. You got to act on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a rut again. I mean, it's just, yeah. So this is a great, this is a great learning opportunity for everybody. So Teflon Tan, who's in the comment section, has said uh, she's put a comment in this broadcast, I think almost three times, saying that she's in a rut. Okay. What are you doing about it, though? Right? That's why I'm saying, guys, knowing it is not enough. You've got to practice doing it. You got to practice it. And it's not always going to happen immediately. You got to keep practicing no matter what. Okay? You got to start where you are and practice. That's what has to happen. And that's why you got to have accountability. That's why mentorship is very powerful because you can have somebody there encouraging you and supporting you to follow through on this. Trying to do it on your own is a mistake. Okay. But here's the bottom line. You're saying you're in a rut. Why are you in a rut? Do you know why you're in a rut? It's because of what you've been focusing on. So if you change what you're focusing on, if you change what you've been putting all your energy to, you'll get out of it. One of the best ways to do that is to go help someone. Do something that feels good for you. Do something that you love to do. Make time for that. If you, if you guys are not doing what you love to do every day, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't think you're living your life until you make time for the things that you love to do because that's when you're alive. That's when you're energized. That's when you're in the spirit. That's when you're being you. You can't expect to succeed in your life and never do anything that you love. That's crazy. Let's see here. I want to focus on the equivalent rank. Got it. Owning your own business. Yeah, it could be looked at as being, um, I would say, more or less being a lieutenant. You know, and I think once you got your business operating on its own and, and it's successful and you got people that you're working with, then I would say captain. Now, that makes total sense. How do you develop your focus? You practice focusing. That's how you develop it. What are some ways that you could develop focus? Well, one the one way that I learned is you get yourself a candle and you stare at the flame. And you just sit there and you stare at it and you keep focusing on it. And what happens is you're going to get you're you're going to get better at it. So you're going to um lengthen your ability to focus on the candle so maybe you can only focus on it for like 3 seconds. You keep doing it, that three seconds is going to turn into 10 seconds, to 30, to a minute, two minutes, and so on and so forth. It's just like meditation. When you start out meditation, you can't meditate to save your life. But you got to keep practicing, and then you get better at it. It's the same thing here with focus. You practice focusing. Let's see here. Uh, what's a good tip not to react to things going the opposite of what you want? Don't give it, don't give it any energy. This is the other thing. How do you know that even though you see what it is you don't want, how do you know that's not working out for you? How do you know that's not taking you to where you need to go? Think about that. Listen, 
we have to, we're going to have to lose some battles. We're going to have to lose some games in order to know what it means to win. In order to learn how to win, you got to lose. Okay. In order for you to transform yourself, you have to go through a period where it looks like nothing is working, where it looks like nothing is happening, but it is happening. It's just like when you go plant a vegetable in your garden for the first couple of weeks, it's going to look like it's not growing. It's not happening. I'm watering this plant. I'm protecting it. Where, where's, where's the fruit at? Where's the vegetables at? You have to understand there's a timeline that must elapse. There's a process here. And how long that process takes, it's out of our control. What we can control is the three steps that I went over today. That's going to definitely dictate how long something takes, is how long are you holding it on, the, on your mind? How much are you focusing on it? How much do you truly believe? Are you emotionally involved and are you taking action? I have trouble with self-discipline. It's so difficult. You got to switch that around. You got to start telling yourself that you're great with discipline. And it's easy for you. Okay. So guys, this is something so simple, but I'm telling you, this is what adds up to you not going where you want to go in life. Flakes, Simone or whatever, you've got to stop saying stuff like that. That's not you. That's the program in the subconscious mind saying that. You're like, no, Devor, you don't understand. That's actually what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening. But why? What's the root cause? The root cause is that exact statement you're repeating to yourself. That's the root cause. You got to stop repeating that to yourself and you got to start repeating what you want. Now, let me give you a practical thing that you can do to help you develop your discipline. You get the book, Think and Grow Rich. Okay, Think and Grow Rich right here. You scroll over to chapter eight called decision and you read page 213 and 214. That's all you need to read. And you read that every day and you do that for the next 30 days. At least I guarantee your discipline will improve, but you got to get new ideas. I was just reading it to be transformed. The whole basis of your thoughts must change. The whole basis of your thoughts of how you see yourself being disciplined and how hard or easy it is, that's got to change. But you're not going to change that way of thinking unless you get new ideas. Because you think from the ideas that you have. I'm giving you an idea so you can start thinking from that place. Chapter 8, Think and Grow Rich, page 213 and 214. That's an idea right there. You study this idea every day, what's going to happen? You're going to start thinking from this idea and you'll stop entertaining thoughts that you're not disciplined and it's difficult. And you'll start learning how to be disciplined and it will be easy. That's the way that it works. Most people don't want to do that because that's outside the comfort zone. You're not used to doing that. I'm telling you, we, we've been conned, okay? We were not taught how to study. We were not taught anything about our conscious or subconscious mind and how that controls our behavior and what we attract. We weren't taught this stuff. So it's not a habit. It's not a habit for us. The only habit that the majority of people who encounter personal development have, they had the habit of buying books. That's what they do. They buy the book. They skim it. They may not even read it. Oh, let me, let me get this book. Oh, this person said this book. So let me get that. And then before you know it, they got 50 books and they haven't even read any of them. 
And if they did read them, chances are they don't study them. There's a difference between reading a book and studying a book. Reading is just gathering more information. Studying, you're talking about the application of what you're reading, taking action on it. Okay? So you, you got to get out of that. Uh, let's see. Is this the blueprint course taught by you personally? Yes, it is. I do have a podcast. You're listening to it right now. Yeah. Law of gender. Down days are inevitable. I think she meant to say the law of rhythm. The law of rhythm. Things come and go. Up and down. Slow, fast. Quiet, chaos. Or peace, chaos, right? That's going to happen. Uh, let's see here. I have a lot of fear. I fear of everything. Life itself, people, etc. You name it. Yeah, we all do. But that doesn't mean um, you can't take action. What first motivated you to start this journey of self-concept? Dissatisfaction. You know, I was in the military and... I knew at this, that's not what I wanted to do. I knew that's not what I wanted to do. It just, listen, if you are having a tough time going to work and doing what you're doing, if you start to feel like it's a struggle for you, if you start to feel dissatisfied, if you feel drained, you're in the wrong, you have the wrong profession. You have the wrong job, the wrong business. If you're not waking up in the morning enthusiastic and inspired about what you do, you got to find out what that is because that's when you start living. That's why the quote from Les Brown is so true. The two most important days in your life is the day that you are born and the day you know why. Knowing why is discovering what it is that you love to do, what you want to dedicate your life to doing every day. That's your purpose. That's why I said in the beginning, if you need help in discovering your purpose, that's what the free resource in my bio, if you go to the link in my bio, I have something called the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a cheat sheet for helping you discover your purpose. Now, the next step after that is I have the course that helps you not only discover your purpose, but set the goals for yourself, understand what needs to change in your subconscious mind, and then create the action plan you're gonna follow, okay? So regardless of wherever you are in the process, um, we do have resources for you to do something about it, but I digress. What started for me was just being dissatisfied with the way my life was. And I was, I just got to a point emotionally where I said, this is, this is not enough. This isn't, I don't feel right. You know, I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel like I'm enough. I, I wasn't fulfilled. So I needed to figure out what that was. And I figured out that one, I wasn't living my purpose in life. And two, I have a subconscious mind that stops me from doing what I love to do. So I needed to address all that. I wouldn't be here today being able to, to speak this way and give you this material if I didn't make those changes. There, there's no way. All right, let's see here. What are all the factors that our subconscious mind plays every time to self-sabotage us? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So some key indicators would be negative thinking. Okay, procrastination, anxiety, um, not doing what you said you're going to do. I mean, that's really it. That's why we have to take control of ourselves. 
to do what we got to do. Listen to this really quick. What are the four levels of competency? The four levels of learning. The four levels of mastering something. Level number one is you are an unconscious incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know that you're doing the wrong thing. So you're not winning. But you don't even know that. You don't even know there's a game. You're that removed. Level number two, you are a conscious incompetent. You have become aware that you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing, but you're still not doing anything about it. But you know, you are aware, but you're not doing anything about it yet. Level number three, conscious competent. This is when you start to step out and take action and do the thing you know you should be doing, but it takes effort. You've got to make a decision and you got to make it every day. It takes effort. It's a challenge, but you keep doing it anyway. And your ability to do it is always going to be based on your emotional involvement. How strong is your desire to do the things you don't like to do to get to where you want to go? And then once you do that with repetition over, uh, over we don't know what the X period of time would be, um, you get to a point where you are a unconscious competent. You no longer have to convince yourself to do it. You just do it. It's a habit now. Okay, so you're not going to get to level four tomorrow. It's a process. It's a pro again, we're conned. We're not told from a young age that success is a process. So we grow up and we have these unreasonable expectations, thanks to social media as well, that we see these amazing results from others and we think they just got them overnight. But we're never thinking, well, wait a minute, what price did they pay to get there? What work did they put in to get there? How do they think? What do they believe in? That's why they're experiencing what they're experiencing. And when you understand this stuff, you realize, listen, if I'm going to win in my life, if you're going to win in your life, you got to commit yourself to the process. You got to fall in love with it. That's every single day from one day to the next. You're being better than you were yesterday. That's you taking action on your goals every single day. That's you not spending time beating yourself up because you didn't do X, Y, or Z. It's about you moving forward one day at a time. Uh, let's see here. How do you attract an opportunity? It's the same principles. So same answer. Stop thinking about that. It hasn't happened. Focus on that. It has happened. It's that simple, guys. There is no other way. I mean, that's the way that it works. Let's see here. When can you stop manifesting and doing routines? Is something you do to maintain forever? It's a lifestyle. Yeah, great answer. Thank you. I mean, it's that simple. It becomes a part of your personality. You just automatically do it. Uh, I was referring to the gestation period, but you're probably right, babe. No, I, I, maybe you were referring to another comment, so I probably read it wrong. Uh, what do you recommend how to deal with extreme fear? How to, you just have to understand fear. You don't understand it yet. You don't understand fear. You have to understand why fear is taking place or why is fear happening in the first place? Most people don't even know why they have fear. Most people don't even know the cause of fear. The cause of fear is ignorance. You're doing something you've never done before. That's why you're scared. That's a great thing. We've been trained to think that fear is a bad thing. No, it's a great thing because that's telling you that you're outside your comfort zone. You see, 
you've got to understand this. You got to replay what I just said in your mind until it clicks. The other part of this is you got to have a strong desire for what you want. That, that desire has to be stronger than the fear that you have. Uh, let's see here. That's my issue. Trying to love what I do and it's not working. Yeah, well, it's not working because that's what you focus on. That's what you say. You are probably too impatient. I mean, that's just what it is. I don't feel like I enjoy anything when it comes to work. Yeah, because you're probably doing something that doesn't light you up. It's not, it doesn't get you jazzed, you know? Um, it's the bottom line. Um, and the great thing about it, though, is you can change that. You can find what it is that you love to do, but you got to be open-minded enough to try. Entertain new ideas. Entertain new opportunities to, do, to discover what you love to do. So if you don't even have an idea of what brings joy to your heart and what you get passionate about, if, then you got to go, you got to go explore that. You got to be willing to step out of your daily routine and try some new things. And if you do have an idea of what you love to do, then the next step is you need to create a plan and make it happen. Uh, let's see. Life is dynamic, not static. The extreme desire is there, but the energy motivation focus is minus zero. So, I'm going to say this again. That statement you just wrote, happy to be alive, tells me that you don't understand what it means to have a strong desire. Okay? Listen, I'm not looking to insult anyone's intelligence, even myself. I don't know everything. But what I do understand is this. We have been trained to use words in the English language that we don't truly understand. People use the word desire, but don't really understand what that exactly means. Okay. So you could say all you want about, I do have a strong desire. No, because if you did have a strong desire, you would be moving into action. You don't have a strong desire. It's weak. And this is not my opinion. Just look at your life. When you really had a burning desire for something, when you truly wanted something, whatever thing that you had, you went and you got it. You figured it out. So you got to build that desire. You got to feed it by following the principles that I went through today. The more you focus on the image, the more you hold it, the stronger the, the desire is going to be. Just like in a sports game, we know which team wants it the most. You could tell. They do the little extra steps. They... They make the extra play. They, they're moving at a different speed. Their attitude, their energy is different than the other team. They have a stronger desire. They're willing to do whatever it takes. That's what I'm saying. The desire isn't there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do you do when you stumble? How do you regain your focus on your path again? The stumble is what you need it to go through to learn whatever it is you need to learn and to go in the, the direction you need to go. Meaning you have to fail in order to succeed. The failure is what helps you learn. You don't really learn much from succeeding except what to do right. You know, you learn more when you fail. 
because you learn, okay, I'm not great in this. I need to get better. You learn, oh, I should probably never do that again. And you learn, oh, this is what I should do more of. And you keep taking that feedback and implementing it into your life. Is motivation or discipline discipline more important? What's more important than those two words would be a burning desire. Because you already asked me your questions. You need to build a burning desire around what you want. You got to follow the principles I went over today. You will, if you're focusing on what you want, you keep concentrating on it, you will start to become obsessed. And that's going to help you with your motivation and discipline. See, discipline and motivation, that's just an effect. Like it really is. When you have a strong desire for something, you'll be disciplined. You'll do what you're supposed to do. You'll make those decisions. You'll do what's required. But if you don't have a burning desire, you're not going to do any of that. That's what I'm saying. Burning desire is what? Step number two of the process here, emotional involvement. When you're really emotionally involved, you're going to do whatever is required. Bottom line, regardless, it doesn't matter what's happening outside. You're going to do it anyway. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Amazing show today, of course. Thank you, everyone who participated. If you want to go back and rewatch this, you can by going over to the YouTube channel. Also, if you're looking for help in setting the right goals for yourself and knowing who you need to be and the actions you need to take, get the Blueprint Method course. It's in the, my bio. There's a link in my bio. You can absolutely do it. Um, it does come with a free coaching call. So you, it's not a course you're just going to buy and you got to do it yourself. We'll have a conversation, me and you, one-on-one. -on -one. I will actually walk you through the course myself. So if you need help with that, get the course. It's in the link in my bio. If you're having a hard time with discovering your purpose, don't know what it is, download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. That's in my bio as well. And if you just need to set up a conversation because you know you are looking for a coach, you want a mentor, then schedule a call for that. All right, guys, that is the show. Thank you, everyone, for who came out today and listened. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everyone.